This is Shane Gibson's sales podcast from ClosingBigger.net. This is the third in a series of micro-podcasts that are two to three minutes long. The intention of these podcasts, unlike most of our programs, which are 10 to 15 minutes long, 10 to 13 minutes long, is to really just give you a bite-sized thought for the day to focus on or to reflect upon. So let's talk about today. By the way, these are coming as an excerpt from our book, Closing Bigger, The Field Guide to Closing Bigger Deals. Page 29, The Little Deal. Sometimes you have to close a little deal or a little client to get the big deal or the big client. A small player may have a large conglomerate behind them composed of thousands of small players. My lawyer, Robert Pukowski, closed a deal a number of years ago with a businessman who's connected with some really big money. It became clear to Robert within two or three transactions that this gentleman didn't have his act together and was turning into a liability. Robert realized that this deal would unravel, but he figured out that he could get access to the big money that was behind the scenes once the bigger players figured out the deal was going sideways. This unqualified businessman with little credibility had fluked his way into relationships with financial power brokers and would be on his way out soon but not after he had served to gain access to big money for Robert. Robert invested some time and effort in this deal that looked to be a waste of time, and within a few short weeks he was sitting at the table with the big players worth tens of millions of dollars. We're not suggesting that you use people or manipulate behind their backs. If you end up in a situation with such an obvious downside, understand that you may still be able to capitalize on it by demonstrating your credibility and competence. Before turning your nose up at a little deal, ask these questions. Is this person well networked in circles, I'm not, that would benefit me? Does this person service big clients? If so, and I do business with him or her, is there potential to get referred to the big network? How to recognize a small deal will become a big deal. If a small order comes through, determine who is ordering and who is connected to that person. You may find that you have already moved on to the exploration stage of the big client. For example, I used to sell online ads. Often I had companies with ad budgets of $250,000 call me and give me a $1,000 order, which lasts less than an hour on a high traffic website. Literally a flash in the pan. These were the equivalent of five-second advertisement spot run once on primetime television. Producing measurable results under these circumstances was, to say the least, difficult. These companies weren't running around placing 250 orders for $1,000. Rather, they were looking for someone who could prove that they were worthy of winning a million dollars or more in advertising spending. They were testing for uniqueness, ability to execute, quickness, and response and creativity. They were saying, give us a reason to do business with you. We may never get the million-dollar client if we make the thousand-dollar order a low priority. Treat the little guy and the little order with respect. Take the time to analyze and probe and seek out spin-off opportunities. This is Shane Gibson's sales podcast from ClosingBigger.net.